to the BTF podcast. That's the Back to Football podcast, the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football. Now, today is December 21st, which I think is the winter solstice. It means it's the shortest day of the year, the least amount of light. And Boothy, I think at the moment, there feels like the least amount of light in our lives on tier four lockdown. What is happening what is happening? <laughs> oh, bro, Boris has just messed up all my plans. I'm supposed to go Cornwall tomorrow. The missus can't go down there no more. Supposed to have, supposed to have an auntie and an uncle around for Christmas Day. Not do that no more. So it's going to be me and her locked down Mate, together. It is absolute madness. Like the fact that we've gone like full lockdown, no lockdown, tier one, tier two, tier three. Now that like just pulling new tiers out of a hat. And now we're like banned from traveling like anywhere else in the world. Like, surely this is evidence that Boris Johnson does not fucking know what he's doing. Bro, this guy has not got a Scooby Doo. When he said, oh, tier four, I was like, <clears throat> I swear there's only tier, there's only like three tiers available anyway. Where yeah. It's like a wedding tier. cake. It's like a bro, wedding cake. You know what I mean? Get there, bro. Like, no one wants to top the top bit. <laughs> no one wants the fourth tier. On the base. <laughs> yeah. So we're on the fruitcake bit at the top <laughs> Literally, of the moment. you know oh, what right. I mean? It's not good. It's not good. So oh, yeah, it's messed up your Christmas. Yeah. Um, it's not like, it's not changed my plans massively, but at the same time, it's a lot of, a lot of people I know that had big plans and was going to go places and it's not nice that, you know, all those, those things are kind of scuppered. But um, yeah, the whole thing seems to be a mess at the moment. And like I mentioned, we're not uh, in the UK. You may be listening in, in, in the States um, to this podcast, but pretty much like most of the countries in Europe have kind of banned travel from uh, Britain, Great Britain at the moment. Um, So we literally couldn't fly out to different places, even if we wanted to. Um, which I hear like half of like half of the UK is in Dubai apparently. So I don't know whether they're going <laughs> to, they're going to be able to come back. Um, all the Forex traders and, um, and you know, guys that probably had jobs in Canary Wharf before everything kind of kicked off, um, are living their best life out there. But, uh, yeah, we'll try and talk about a little bit of football today. It's going to be more of, a, a laid back show. We don't really have, um, you know, a set direction that we're going to take this in. We're just going to have a bit of a chat about football. Um, and first up, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Burnley game that's just happened. Um, Burnley 2, Wolverhampton 1. Now, that's not a result that we're expecting, surely? Nah, there's no way. Bro, if you see Wolves form at the moment, Wolves look somewhat unplayable at the moment. Yeah. And for Burnley to get let alone a point, but three points, that is a huge, huge result for them, bro. Honestly. Yes, absolutely. And and like from, from my point of view, so as, as a Fulham fan, I'm looking at the teams around us at the moment and seeing they're all picking up points against these at least top 10 kind of teams at yeah. the moment. So um, obviously, did Burnley pick up points against Arsenal? They beat us. Yep, they, beat, they got three points against you. us, three points against Wolves. Um, I'm just looking at their form now. So, yeah, so they beat Arsenal. Um, they got a point against Aston Villa. They've just beaten Wolves. They got a point against Everton. I think Sean Dyche is uh, is very safe in his job there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know what? I think ever since he got them into Europa League a few years ago, I was like, this man now can leave Burnley when he wants to leave Burnley. You know what I mean? Like With a statue. He, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he overachieved that team. And to be honest, he's done very well to keep Burnley in the Premier League with the lack of resources and let's be honest, Burnley's not the most extravagant place to, <laughs> uh, to live. call home. So it's hard for him to attract players as well. So I've, you know, sometimes you've got, you've got to give managers their props and he's one of them. He just deserves yeah. deserves the love sometimes, man. I mean, one of, of, of a few like random tangents that we can afford to take today. Um, does Sean Dyche kind of, is he... Could you consider him for like a bigger job at some point? I mean, I'm, I don't know about England job, but he has to be one of the the more proven English managers in the league. I feel like he is in that little cluster of uh, British and English managers who will be comfortable with a smaller team in the Premier League, like a Burnley, uh, yeah. you know, Leeds, that kind of stuff. But <laughs> they won't get... To... <laughs> I say Leeds, that's a small club. You Leeds know what fans I mean? <laughs> absolutely like smashing up their TVs um, when they hear that. You know what I mean? Like It's like him, um, Sam Allardyce and Eddie Howe, like, they're like 
good English managers who mm-hmm. won't get an opportunity to manage a big club. And I feel like he deserves to have the opportunity. So as I went to Everton for a bit, kind of did all right. Um, but um, I could see Daichi doing quite well. Not at a top six club, but a team like, let's say... Leicester. <laughs> Leicester. But and why they're not? They're top if, six if, now, aren't they? Yeah, really? oh, they are top, yeah, but like a team like Leicester... Uh, even Newcastle, for example. Yeah, I Southampton. Do, yeah, those. Yeah, oh, yeah. they us. I can't even say much. Maybe an Arsenal mate. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Arsenal. But yeah, anyway, for like for Fulham, you know, we're we've had some good results of late, and we played some good football, and I think we're unbeaten in in the last three. But still, teams around us are all kind of picking up points, and there's only you know between six or seventeenth place and eighth in the league there's like 10 points difference which is um the difference between brighton on 12 and chelsea on 22 so such a close league this year and everyone's taking points from everyone so uh it's very very difficult to kind of predict what's going to happen at the top or the bottom i think at this point we can kind of say sheffield are, are gone are gone but yeah. at the end of the day they're only eight well they're 10 points from safety which is a lot um, and they do look pretty bad, but again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't completely write them off. Um, I think they'll stick with Chris Wilder for the season um, and go down. You know, he'll go down with his ship. I think. I think. Yeah. Do you think they might sack him? I, I feel like they don't have the right to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Didn't he take was, them from like League League? One that's, that's my thing. Or like League Two, maybe. This. This is the this linking with Slavan at West Brom gets out during a week. Um, I can't stand it when managers take a team up from League One to the Championship to the Premier League or from Championship to the Premier League and then don't get the their first swing at it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They've worked under these hard conditions and the pressure to get from Championship, which is one of the hardest divisions, I think, in the uh-huh. world to get out of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then not get a fair shot at the Premier League. Like, it's... As his team, he did the graph. So you're telling me he gets promoted, then what? He, they're not in top 10, so oh, he gets sacked. Nah, mate, give him a chance. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest. You don't expect to step, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you've got to be one of the weaker teams in the Premier League, so you've got to expect to have a fight. Yeah. So, for example, if Fulham sacked uh, Scotty Parker, I'll be so pissed off. Yeah. I'll be so pissed off, bro. I think there comes a point as well in... Um every Premier League season for, for usually that team that is bottom, maybe the second, like 19th place as well, where they start to build for the championship and they yeah. just, they start to think about the rebound. And, and obviously Fulham uh, did that the last time that we were in the Premier League. We started signing certain loan players on permanent deals and, and doing mm. different little bits of business here and there that meant that we were actually able to 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 hit the ground running when we went back down into the championship. Mm-hmm. I could see Sheffield United doing exactly that and just keeping Chris Wilder in there. Most of their, t- to be honest, most of their team, I think would stay with Sheffield United in the championship. Yeah. And obviously with the current financial, you know, um, packages and the parachute payments and stuff like you can, you can pretty much have your premier league squad for two seasons. Yeah. No, I hear that with, you know, maybe the exception of, one or two star players, but I don't know how many, how many top top stars do they have in in the Sheffield United team? I was just going to ask you because I think the only man I could see leaving Sheffield would be Sander Birch. Yeah, yeah, I he's think he'll be, be the best, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he got about to what 20, 20 mil, twenty two mil. Yeah, I think he for him, I think he has ambitions to play. Yeah, twenty two years he, old. Yeah. I think he has ambition to play uh, European football because he was doing well. Genk, where the Genk came from, I think it was Genk. Uh, um, he was doing well. I think yep. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Genk. Yep. He was, so he was, he's, he's played um, European football. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when Sheffield were on the cusp of getting European League last year, I think he thought like, "Cool, we'll push on this year and um, try and push for Europe." But so if, if Sheffield were to go down, I think he'll be the only one really that'll be. Yeah. Other than that, they they have got like a like say a. They've almost got a ready-made championship team there. Yeah. Um, and that's that's you know that's a good thing. I didn't realize uh, Jack Rodwell is on their books. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw, I saw football manager. I was like, how's this guy still? <laughs> no, man. The, how's he still kicking ball? Did you ever, in the Premier League? Did you ever watch Sunderland Till I Die, the documentary? Oh, bro, yes, I watched it. Oh, he's oh. an absolute villain in that, wasn't he? Like, he, he's a prick. He was yeah. a prick. Yeah, he was, was a big eight villain. grand a week. Didn't want to take a wage cut. Yeah, Sunderland won the ropes. And just wanted to see out his contract, didn't he? And yeah. just like take that money. And drove them like back into the uh, into the league one, one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, right. You had a question for me about Southampton, I believe, and yeah, I don't know I feel, the question, so go for it. Yeah, I feel okay. I don't feel like we've given Southampton a lot of love so far. We have, but not like I the agree. credit they deserve. Um, so my question was to you: like, which Southampton team is better? The current one he's playing now, that's playing quite one Premier League, or is it the team that Poch had? So in Pochino or that Southampton, he had let me get some players up for you. Was it Mane, Tadic, Pele? That team. So um, yeah, Demlo, Adam Lallana, Jay Rodriguez, Ward Pross come through the scene. Bertrand. No, Luke Shaw. Oh Luke Shaw, yeah. Yeah, Luke Shaw there, Schneiderlin. Van Dyke was in that era as well. And Dejan Lovren, as well <laughs> as Lovren, yeah. Fonte. Yeah. So he had all them players. I'm saying, do you think, was that batch of players Potch had better than the current crop that Hustle Houston has? I I think so. Um, I do. And and you look at, you know, Van Dyke's now the, probably the best defender in the world. Mane is is in probably the top five, maybe top six players in the world. Um, and Pele's on 300 grand a week in China. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tadic is is playing Champions League football year in year out and is actually you know a very very uh, accomplished player now. I think he's actually probably improved since leaving. Um, yeah. And uh, Dejan Lovren, I think he's at Zenit St Petersburg. He scored a, a howler of an own goal um, at the weekend just gone, or no, the one before last. Um, so he's he's probably fallen off his kind of prime since then because mm. he he was fairly old when he came to Southampton from Leon uh in the first place I think he was 26 or so then and then I think yeah. Liverpool had him in his sort of late 20s um but I don't know yeah I think the current Southampton team is is good I mean I think Ward Prowse and and um Oriol Romeo are uh are kind of the heart of that midfield aren't they and then i feel like they've got kind of quite they got quite good value up front in terms of um is it shane long and um who's who who are they playing up front at the moment so they're playing a front three of danny ings che adam and fia walcott that's it che adams yeah um but uh yeah so yeah i mean on paper it's a no-brainer it's definitely the it's definitely the former you know, the Poch era team. Mm. But that probably lends itself a lot of credit to Hasenhutl, um, in in the fact that he's getting so much out of this team. Yeah, I've just got the lineup here. So McCarthy, um, Kyle Walker Peters, who was sort of on the scrap heap at Spurs. Yeah. Um, Bednarak, who, you know, they've they've plucked him from nowhere. Um, Vestergaard as well and, and Bertrand. Then Gineppo Romeo, Ward Prowse, Walcott, Ings, and Adams. Um, it's just a very, very, very well drilled team. Um, no, there's no, you know, there's, there's no lo- star, is there? No, there's a lot of players here that I think, again, if they if they were in the championship, I'd be like, oh, fair enough. You know, Shane Longs and Danny Ings are playing in the championship now. Like, yeah, no, no problem. Like, I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily. You know, you wouldn't look down on them for it. Nathan Redmond, Walcott, they're all players that you could probably easily see at this stage of their career. They've been around, these players have been around for more or less like 10 years each mm-hmm. now, haven't they? Like, yeah, yeah. if you saw them playing in the championship, you'd be, you wouldn't really uh, think any any different of it. So I think the manager is, is, is brilliant there. And I think he'll get a top, I think he'll get a top six job. Oh, and I, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's one, but he's someone that it doesn't look like they're going to have to replace him at the moment. But Man United, I think, are probably. I've got one eye on uh, Hassan Hutl. I think. You think he's a big enough name for them, though? I think he. I think he is. Like I think, 
Southampton are, v- are very much like a a stepping stone, aren't they, for for great for sort of Premier League greatness? Um, yeah, it seems like a real breeding ground for elite Premier League um, talent. Um, Johnny Mills is thinking of uh, yeah. joining. I'll say up to you, John. Um, I said yeah, but it's casual. <laughs> just a casual one. Um, be good if he joined. Um, just a casual one. Be good if you join, but no pressure. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I certainly think he's he's an option. I think I could see him even going. Maybe if Nuno went somewhere, he would maybe mm. step in at Wolves. Leicester. You never know what Brent like. Brendan Rodgers is probably well within his right to uh, to get a. a another you know a yeah. bigger a bigger club than Leicester and mm. all due respect to Leicester Premier League winners um very consistent very well run club in terms of their kind of management structure and their their chairman and and mm-hmm. etc but um I think Brendan Rodgers is an elite manager in my opinion I think okay. I think um he could possibly get a bigger job but then did he fly too close to the sun with with the Liverpool job and would he take he wouldn't take the Man United job out of respect nah. to Liverpool. Yeah. Um, he might... I could see him maybe taking an Ars- the Arsenal job. I think, think if, so? if they offered Brendan Rodgers Arsenal, <clears throat> he would think... I think he's, you've got to be thinking about that. Yeah. Surely. Didn't Arsenal have some Northern Irish legends? We had... I know, I know some Irish ones. Yeah. Um, Robbie Brady. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. And, and Dembo is there from back, back in the 80s. Um, so I know back in the day with some Irish lads. Yeah. But yeah, that, now Brendan, I think Brendan is very underrated as a manager, and that's I think it's not down to his tactics or how he is. I, I, I think it's well. Sorry, I think it's not by his tactics. I think it's how he is as a as a character. When you hear him speaking in um, press conferences, you're thinking this guy sounds like an absolute twat, <laughs> and he's very cocky. But like when you see him. Uh, on the on the on the side of the pitch, you can see what you can do, bro. Yeah, he did very well at Swansea, very well at Liverpool. He killed it at Celtic, mm. and he's let's be honest, he is doing very well with his left squad as well. Yeah. So I, f- I feel like he's not he's another manager. He 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 deserves another shot, like I said, at a big six club. But yeah. again, less than our big six. Yeah. Well, that's it. I don't I don't know. That's the issue, bro. Because um, like, there's some very good. You know, another guy that we don't um, we don't talk about as being a very good manager because again he had he had his chance at a big six and and kind of mm. got stung was is David Moyes. You think what he's doing? I know he's currently as as we as we broadcast Chelsea. I think are, are beating West Ham, but he's doing a fantastic job at West Ham at the moment, and he's kind of risen from the ashes i think a little bit david moyes like when he left man united he was an absolute l- laughing stock wasn't he and he went yeah. out and uh managed sociedad i think it was sociedad, for a while. Yep. um and he's, he's kind of worked his way back in there you know probably lost 10 years of his career almost now or se- seven seven yeah. years of his career um and you know he's he's i think a very very good good manager but maybe yeah again not quite good enough to maybe get one of those those top six jobs anymore. And ultimately, are the top like we're defining top six, I guess, as United, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs, and Arsenal. Really, that's the yeah. traditional top six. Mm-hmm. Arsenal, obviously, the anomaly <clears throat> this year, not playing too well, <laughs> but generally, those are the to- the top six jobs. Are those jobs kind of like? exclusively reserved for the best managers in the world or do we go with the best managers in the in the premier league you know like I think, mm, yeah i get what you mean i feel like the only job that's exclusive to world-class world-named manager is yeah it's city <laughs> yeah because if you see city's last managers they had mancini pellegrini the, the, the pellegrini and now um pep yeah so i think they've now set up uh certain standard of manager they, they need to acquire. But if you look at Arsenal and Chelsea and uh, United, they've all gone to former players, not much experience. Mm. So I feel like the tide is shifting because yeah. 
and they're taking a risk because with some of these teams, they tried the old way of getting the big name in and it just hasn't worked. Yeah. So I feel like times are changing a bit in terms of like taking a risk more, which is I like to see, I like to see it really. It gives the Premier League a different look, different feel. Yeah. 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 I know. Um, <clears throat> I agree. I think. I mean, I don't know about what what was did Hassan Hootall have a a big playing career? Do I know? don't know. I don't think. I, I I think he had a bigger one than Klopp. If if yeah. if my memory serves me correct, because that seems to be like it's either like an ex player now that had like a, an outstanding career, like where they got like three, four, five hundred Premier League caps, mm. or it's a guy that basically didn't almost like didn't really have a a, a, a club career. So you're like Mourinho. Um, Klopp, Hassan, who I'm just looking, um, played for Austria, Vienna, Austria, Salzburg, and then a couple of um, other Austrian. T- He's a bit of a journeyman, to be honest. Yeah, nothing um, great. He had eight caps for Austria, three goals in those eight games, um, and then his managerial thing. He's gone uh, Unterhaching, uh, Arlen, Ingolstadt, Leipzig, and Southampton. Um, but yeah, you you seem to get these players or or former players that were never really big stars. I don't think mm-hmm. Nuno. I think Nuno was a kind of backup goalie. I think most of his career yeah. as well. I don't think he ever Nuno, was was a starter. Nuno was on the bench for Porto in the Champions League final, right? And the Mourinho. With Mourinho, yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like the stigmatism of like if you were a great player, you could be a great coach. I think that's now dead. Yeah. Because if you look at big players who haven't had a great managerial career, you've had, it's a pain to say it, Honoré. Yeah. His managerial career has been absolutely, let's be, let's, <laughs> let's be honest, shocking. Do you know what? There was, there was some videos like um, that I think MLS did. Oh my God, yes, the ones on the side. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he's literally like micromanaging the players. And I was yeah, thinking bro. like, if I was a young player... And I had Thierry Henry like literally like telling me every single time that I did something wrong, um, and it's probably this is a very good time for John Miller to join us here because what is the like? Do you do you micromanage players from the touchline? Um, good evening, gents. Hope you can hear me very well. <laughs> yeah, we can. We can. I'm on the budget laptop this evening. Uh, nice. Rushing around, uh, just a bit of backstory, just a sidestep. <laughs> Ran out of kitten food. Well, I'd run to the shop to get some. Can't get any. I tried two different Tesco's. He's a fan of the <laughs> Tesco own brand. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I had to go, I had to fork out for the old whiskers. Jeez. Um, oh, I know, I know. It's, it's Christmas. Christmas. It's, it's Christmas, Christmas, isn't it? Christmas, man. It's Christmas after all. <laughs> so, yeah, you, can have, you can have whiskers, but in the new year, no, nah, you need to get back on your Tesco own. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, as you were saying, do I? Um, no, only the defenders, really. Okay. Um, Getting yeah, into position, defend- pushing up and stuff. Or- yeah, because they're kids and they're young and, you know, sometimes they get enthusiastic and stuff. And I think as a coach, um, when I Boofy's played the game, um, I think it was sort of testament to this. I think as a coach, it's the easiest. And you, you, actually, in all, in all walks of football, you, you hear pundits say it all the time. Defending is one of the easiest things to coach. So when a new manager comes in, he sort of, one, you know, say David Moyes comes in, he tries to like, stop them leaking in goals you know he's steady the ship and then they might be playing terrible football but they're not letting in goals and then mm. and then the hardest part is to be creative and, and and do stuff but obviously so i just and because i know that with that in mind my focus is on a match day on defending making sure people are picking up they're not going out of their position if it's a corner not leaving 2v1s yeah, and then everyone's going off because they want to score. It's just like, no, look, you know, it needs to be two v one in our favour, um, from a corner, like sort of thing. And that's it. When they're like sort of playing and getting into the sort of final third, I just let them do what they're doing. Um, yeah, <laughs> and they they usually figure it out for themselves. People make runs. You know, I might say something at half time, but during the game or during the game, I might say, oh, you need to, you need to get wider. You need to create more space. You need to make yeah. more. Four- and stop coming to the ball but it's not like pass it there pass yeah, it there no literally I'll go so, back and you can hear Mikhail Arteta yeah. doing that and it's just like what yeah. are you doing well the, the person that we were saying does it is uh, Thierry Henry so there was videos of Henry managing is it Montreal Impact Montreal yeah so he uh, um, and he's literally like they'd mic'd him up or MLS had mic'd him up for a, for a feature um, 
and yeah, the, the guys that is, that's on the right wing or whatever, or on the left wing, depending on which half it is, he's literally like, go to the ball, come back, do this, do that, run there, run there. Like, and you're thinking, these are guys that are playing in the MLS. Like, it's not like mm-hmm. this isn't college football or high school football or under 16s football or anything. Like these these guys have surely got to be pretty good footballers to be playing in the MLS anyway in the first place. Um, and yeah, we were, so we were just saying like, ex-players don't always make um, the best coaches. Um, is is Zidane an anomaly there or is, is he not a good coach? I think with, with Zidane, someone would have to see him with another another team, I think. I mean, I mean, he, where Ronaldo, wherever Ronaldo is, it he's good. He's good. They're going to win. Um, they're going to win things. Um, and although they did win it last year, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah. He's, he's highly rated. He's, he's quality, but he's got. Um, he's had an amazing team. I, yeah. I, I'd like to see him go somewhere else. Um, maybe like Napoli or something like that. Um, and which he probably wouldn't do, but um and and see them um but yeah i mean so far if you just look on the evidence yeah he probably is the anomaly i'm trying to think of think of any others pep um, pep. yeah pep yeah. yeah pep came from the b team went to barcelona destroyed it but everyone's like cool give him another team went to Bayern munich again destroyed it but, but like, okay tried it again when man city destroyed it so yeah. like um I yeah, me. Where's next but, for him? PSG. Yeah. PSG or Juve. I don't think he, he Pep won't will wait uh, word this correctly. Pep won't go to any other team but a team as a title contender. Yeah. So if you're going to France, you're only going to, uh, to PSG. If you're going to Italy, you're only going to Juve. You know what I mean? I don't think Pep's the kind of manager to take on a project like a. Who's taking the project right now, for example, like a Klopp. Mm. He won't go to like a Liverpool who were like what top six, top yeah, seven at the time, yeah. and then rebuild the squad. I don't think he, I don't think he cares. I think he wants boom. I want challenges. I want titles. So I'm going to one of the big teams just so I have the advantage. Yeah, and he's ruthless as well. I think when you go to clubs like that, you you have to you, you have to be times when you're not when you can't be ruthless straight away, if Klopp came in and was just ruthless, like, yeah, Moreno needs to go straight away or whatever, then I think he would have been in a Arsenal situation now where people are like, huh? Like, yeah. like he's done. He's done. Um, Arteta's come in, he's tried to be ruthless. Guendouzi's out, you know, Ozil's out. It doesn't work when, when uh, you know, it's not a high, high, high achieving squad and everyone's mm. winners. You know, when 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 everyone's a winner in in that squad and it's high achieving, you can do that because you can just say, look, this guy's not cutting the mustard. You know, if we want to win things, he's got to go, and I'll bring in a Carl Walker, for example. You know, and and that's that's what I think Pep does. He's very he's very good at identifying where the where the errors. I mean, look at Bra- Claudio Bravo brought him in, sacked off Joe Hart, who was yeah big big character in the dressing room. Bought in Claudio Bravo Bravo for whatever. Um, you know, and then sacked him off and then got in. Edison, <laughs> yeah, like, like, you know, with Arsenal or Liverpool at that time, they couldn't do that. They couldn't just, you know, it might have been a couple of seasons, you know, um, and then, you know, they, you had to have a bit more patience and building and building and, and have a process and a project. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, there's no evidence so far to, to show that Pep wants to do that or can do that. Yeah. Um, but that's not taking anything away from him. Yeah, yeah that was not. Also, like, what's the are international jobs desirable anymore? Like, does anyone is is an international you know is a Premier League manager basically like a higher job than an international manager? So, if you're Man City manager, is that bigger than being um, England manager? Like, is, is I I'm just genuinely interested in that. Like, would Pep Guardiola go and manage Spain, or is it is it just you become a club manager or an international manager. Because like, has Southgate oh, ever... Maybe. Did Southgate injure... In, uh, sorry, did Southgate... Um, yeah, Middlesbrough. Was that Middlesbrough? Yeah. I feel I feel like it's a very... Because obviously he, he was one. England under-21s, wasn't he? Yeah, time, so, but, but I feel like if you're a high-caliber manager, for example, like a Pep, I feel like 
because you're basically guaranteed a big job in cup. I feel like those jobs take priority over national yeah. team jobs. But yeah. when your uh, manager like Gareth Southgate, who was a uh, borough, took them down to then have the opportunity. I know, like five, ten, uh, five ten years later, have the opportunity then to manage England. I feel like for him it would be a bigger um, opportunity because let's be honest, he he will never ever get like a top six team in the Premier League or in France or in Italy or Spain. He will just get teams in the lower half table. One other mm. than guys like Pep. Pep Pep is guaranteed a top team. Klopp yeah. is guaranteed a top team. I'm not saying they they will never rule, uh, not manage them uh, a national team because look at uh, Mancini now. Mancini is at Italy right now. Yeah. Years ago, Mancini was at um. I was at uh, Man City. So I think I feel like it depends where the manager is in their career. If you're, if you're at the top of your game, at the peak of your powers, you're not going to take a national job. But if mm. you're coming off a bad sack in or a couple of years out, like, for example, uh, Enrique now Spain as well, left Barcelona job yeah. a few years out, now the Spain manager. I think it, it's very dependent on where you are in your career at, at that point of time, for me personally. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'd agree with that. I think someone like, I'm trying to think of, Who's the top English man? He's not English, is he? But let's just say Brendan Rodgers was English for argument's sake, <laughs> right? Just for argument's sake, yeah. Then he is less likely to go for England than say Eddie Howe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie mm, Howe, yeah. you know, he, you know, like you could see that. You could see Eddie Howe taking the England job if they get rid of Southgate, maybe four or five years down the line, and you know the nation wouldn't wouldn't mind. They'd be talking about how how much great football. Uh, Bournemouth played and that would be a massive 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 step for him he he'd probably view it as this is the pinnacle whereas you know somebody like Arsene Wenger probably wouldn't look at the French national team as the pinnacle he'd probably look at Real Madrid as the pinnacle yeah which he does anyway which he says look you know I stayed with Arsenal because they wanted to build this stadium and I turned down Real Madrid to see through this project and that was the pinnacle so Give me my nine million or eleven million or whatever the hell it was a year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I, I agree with you, Beefy, hundred percent. I think it depends on the manager, and yeah, if they if you're in a top four team across the the the, the, the superpower nations, then no, that's not that that's not the pinnacle. The pinnacle is kind of maintaining it with with that big staying with a top team, and then it's sort of winning a Champions League or whatever with that with that with that team. Um, and you yeah. hear managers say all the time they miss the day to day of 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 uh, club football, football as yeah. opposed to international. Yeah. And you don't get to see the players as much. Yeah, it's, 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 it is interesting because you got um, Frank de Boer is is Dutch manager, and he was like probably the least successful Premier League manager of all time. I think he had like eight consecutive defeats or something, didn't he, with Crystal Palace? Hella um, L's. You oh, got uh, which he, obviously he was a '90s player for for Holland. Um, you've got um, Didier Deschamps, uh, World Cup winning captain in in '98, French manager, pretty much a mainstay. Southgate again '90s player for his national team. I think you have to have, you know, I think national teams are kind of moving more towards people that had good times in the national team when they were players. Um, I guess Yogi Lowe is a bit of an anomaly there, but he's he's kind of he might be coming towards the end of of maybe the project with with the German team, but he's sort of part of something different. But even then, they had Klinsmann at the start of that journey that was kind of like co-manager, wasn't he? And again, he was a, a star in the nineties for the national team. So I don't know. I just think national managers are, are, are almost like in a different pool. Um, and if we look at like England's most recent managers or like managers since um, like Glenn Hoddle, I don't think really had a career after England because he said that weird thing about um, people in wheelchairs, in wheelchairs that have been punished by God or something. Life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Keegan never really had many much work after England. Um, Ericsson's like had about a million jobs, but they've been all around the world i think he's been managing in so since england ericsson went city which obviously that's that's not a bad job um mexico ivory coast leicester gangzu rnf shanghai sipg shenzhen and now well and most recently the philippines Literally. <laughs> yeah just following the the dollar Money. there isn't he um Cash. steve mclaren has pretty much 
again, he had a few, a few little jobs, didn't he? Manager FC20 um, yeah, for a bit. On the league there. There. Yeah. Right. Um, Derby, Newcastle, Derby again, and then QPR most recently. Um, but again, his career kind of was ruined by the England job. Capello, so exactly. I think. I mean, look what you're saying. There's not, yeah. It's not really a great advert, is it? It's not. For, it's not. For, I think for it's somebody like, to do. Yeah. I mean, someone that's just come back in the last week from having their career ruined by the England job is Sam Allardyce. Mm. Again, he, he's had his head down, hasn't he, since then? I don't know whether... Was the, was the Everton spell post England? Or the Sunderland. It's, it's one of those... Oh, he managed teams. Palace, Everton, and now he's at West Brom. Uh, but yeah, Sunderland was uh, before the uh, England Jesus. job. Um, and obviously Roy Hodgson maybe is a bit of a... You know, he's, he's a mainstay Premier League manager and I think he's a good manager. Um, but Ooh. again his reputation was tarnished quite significantly, I think, as well by um, his time as England manager. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Um, by the way, John, I know you joined, like, halfway through, but we're just letting the show just flow on a tangent today. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no there's no set thing. But actually, Boofy has a good question that he can put to you that he, he put to me just before you. Oh, joined. yes. Hello, John. Uh, I don't know. I asked that earlier. Um, is the current... Uh, Southampton team better or worse than the team that Poch had back in like 13-14 oh I think Poch didn't he have like Mane uh, I'll, give, I'll give some names I'll give yeah. some names that he had he Klein. had he had Klein Schneiderlin Lovren oh, Schneiderlin yeah uh, Rodriguez Gaston Ramirez Juan Yama Ward Prowse Jack Cork Adam Alana Luke Shaw he had Mane, he had uh, Cam Chambers, and Danny Osvaldo, if you want to throw him in there. I think Poch had a better team, but I think the problem that Poch had is um, it was a different time where it was like, I'm not saying it, it's not never going to happen, but the likelihood of, say, Ings, you know, going to Spurs next year yeah. or whatever is mm. unlikely. He's, 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 he's same for someone like Walcott's doing well, you know, Redmond. That, that, because he's got them playing well and the Premier League's a bit more open, they're probably going to, they'll probably stay. I think when Potts was there, it was like, he's just losing players left, right and centre, just losing yeah. players. Yeah. You know, um, like on a train, like when they wheel the trolley through and say like, would you like anything from the trolley? Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. Southampton were like back then. It was yeah, just yeah. like just wheeling like them around belt. the country. Would you <laughs> like anything from the trolley? Like at, like Liverpool and City and everywhere. Yeah, exactly. I, I just don't think he had the opportunity there to really build something um, and, and stuff because I just think he just kept losing all his best players. Mm. That's a tough one. I would think it's slightly better. I think they've, this current team's got a better forward line. Um, where you know you've got somebody that's putting the, you know, the ball in a net like weekly, in Danny Ings. I don't think Mane was that prolific, although he did rip up a few teams. He wasn't as as prolific as he is say now, than um, as he was as he was then. I'm not sure who was their main. Is it Pella? Is it Pella. Pella? Yeah, Pella was their main yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah, Danny Ings is better than him, in my opinion. Um, so I think yeah, their forward line's better. But I just think player for player, I think he did have a better team, but he just never was never had the opportunity to keep them for long enough. Yeah. Um, back to Southampton, how many of these boys get into the Euro squad next year for England? Mm. Ward so you've got you got Ward Prowse, yeah. Shea Adams, uh, Ings, Walcott, Walker Peters, Alex oh. McCarthy, and Ryan Bertrand. So you've got about eight English players that start week in, week out. So is, is... But not not alone Redmond as well on the bench. I, I don't think, I think Gareth Southgate's got his favourites. And I think as much as we all want to pick or want him to pick the players that are in form. So if Bertrand is in form and they end up fishing in the top four, you'd want him to go. But you can see him just not picking him because yeah. he's not he's not his favourites, one of his favourites. Phil Walcott's done. I'm yeah. surprised he's retired. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just surprised he hasn't. He's just not, he's not really getting a look in at the moment. I just think... He doesn't fit the system that that England that he's playing. Um, Ings needs to go hundred um, percent. He needs to go as 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 a sort of light for light backup for um, Kane if sort of Kane gets injured. Vardy's retired. 
um, from international duty. I don't see him coming back. It, I, you'd have to, you'd, surely you'd have to take Ings. Um, yeah. And the keeper, I, I think probably just those two. What, McCarthy? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think Walcott, Walcott would be a great story, obviously, because it's like 15 years on, isn't it? From mm. from Ericsson kind of um, snatching him from, from the crib um, yeah. back in... What, what, oh, my what, God. What was that? Like 2006? <laughs> World yeah, Cup? 2006. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was ridiculous. When he was like 16 and, and Ericsson had just seen like a little VHS of him or something, didn't he? Like, and nothing else. Mm. Um, which is... Isn't that, isn't that crazy in itself that back then... We had like basically like one young talent that like the manager hadn't really even seen, but he just heard this kid's good, and that was enough to go to a World Cup Ooh. at the time. And you think yeah. now, like that would be the equivalent of like I guess it would be Jude Bellingham getting in the England yeah. squad for. Yeah. It's not even because at least he's playing. Yeah, and he's a, yeah yeah. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Like um, but yeah, that would be like obviously a, a really good um headline if 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 Walcott you know managed to go to two different tournaments sort of fifteen years apart. Um, I think Che Adams is a is an outside chance. I think he's um he's playing really well. He's a really strong player in that system. Um, but he would have to, but you know, he's, he's up against Calvert Lewin, Harry Kane, Danny Ings as well. Surely Ooh. there's probably not room for Danny Ings and Shea Adams um, no. in in the England team. So yeah, Carl Walker Peters as well is is uh, is probably on a, on a reserve list. Who's who's his competition? At right back, Carl <coughs> Walker, Carl Walker, Walker. Reese James, yeah, Ainsley Maitland Niles. Kieran Trippier. He ain't going, there's, bro. He's isn't, not going Trent, isn't Trent a right back? Oh, shit, Trent. Trent. Yeah, he's not going. He's, he's not going. Yeah. Crazy, bro. He's not going. But, no you know, like, like, he's probably fifth reserve or something like that. Bro, but... he's, he's not even in the car, bro. I'm so sorry for him. Yeah, he um, but, yeah. So, but, yeah, James Ward-Prowse, I think, for me, has Yeah, a place. I forgot about him. Yeah, I think, I think, I think. I think just based, gonna, based on his dead ball ability alone. Yeah, like, we don't have anyone, do we? He's, he's like Beckham reincarnated. Yeah, we don't have anyone else but that's yeah. so prolific in the Premier League with it. Yeah. Like, you know, Sterling might do one a season. But it's that's not, it. There's like, guys There's guys yeah. that can, like Harry Kane could probably bang one in, one in 20 as well. But Ward Prowse is putting it on the money probably. Every time. Yeah, and, and if not hitting the target, maybe two out of three. Which is crazy for a for a um, a return on on investment there. So, yeah, the problem is is his overall play. I don't know if is it good the, enough. Yeah, that's the thing. As, as his overall play, like, yeah, I, like apart from set pieces and you know, look, look England. Yeah, scored and their last was their last tournament. Didn't most of their goals come from set pieces? It did. Um, yeah, it was. England was not yeah. one of them, um, but. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah. Because does does he take a spot from Declan Rice? Does he take a spot from Jordan yeah. Henderson? Does he take a spot from Jack Grealish? Mason, yeah. you talk about favourites. Mason Mount plays pretty much every game for England. Yeah, Winks is in there. Harry Winks. I, I would How? probably, I would probably take Ward Prowse over Winks. Yeah, yeah, I would. But yeah, Winks is like I said, Winks is one of the favourites. Yeah. But what about Madison at Leicester? Madison as does, well. Does he go? Yeah. Madison, do yeah. you know what? Madison can take a set a, de- a dead ball. Dead ball as well. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a yeah. good free kick. Technician. I don't think he takes both of them. I think he takes one or the other. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I think he takes and I think he goes I'd lean Madison. towards Madison. I'd probably Same. Madison. I'm not gonna Yeah. Because yeah, his overall gameplay yeah. he's yeah. better footballer. Yeah. Maybe. Which is a shame. Yeah. Which is a massive shame. I think it's yeah, it's it's where it's systems as well. It's just manager's preference and systems yeah. and stuff. But I just think, yeah, it, it also, to be fair, on this occasion, I do think it does depend where Southampton finish. Yeah. And if they keep this run up, imagine if they kept this run up and managed to finish third and he didn't take him. That'd yeah. be nuts. If you're, if you're a, a top level footballer and you're likely to be in and about international squads next summer and the following summer, like it, it's quite a rare opportunity. Like if you're hitting. If you're say twenty seven, which I think Sterling will be around 
Will he be 27? Yeah. In the <clears throat> Something like that. But like if you're, you could basically be 27 and 28 for two consecutive tournaments. So you can have two tournaments in your absolute prime, um, which is quite a rare occurrence, isn't it? Because usually you'd have the, the, the two year break in between. Um, but assuming that we play 2021 and then out in Qatar, um, maybe what would be, it'll be about 15 months in between because the Qatar one happens in um, December. November. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, it's quite a, it's quite a good opportunity for players. If they can make their mark next summer that we kind of roll into the, into the following tournament Um in, and hit the ground running, and, and I, I do wonder with with England whether we're pr- we're probably still more likely to to win something in the Euros, aren't we, than we are in Qatar? Yeah, we're winning out there. I think Brazil. I, I mean, any again, let's take another random little tangent. Anyone that you would tip to win the World Cup in twenty twenty two at this point? France or Brazil? Yeah, I think Brazil for me. Both. <laughs> I'm going out there. I'm going to say Holland. Is it? I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I, I love the way they play. I love the players they have. And if you have all these players firing, firing at the same time, then you, Van Dyke, Van der Beek, Frankie De Jong, Depay. That yeah. is a... De, uh, De Jong, uh, Ronaldo. Bro, they've got some good players. They've but got I good think players. it's about getting... They've got good players. I just think that they just never get... Listen, they're the team that I, I supported as a kid. Like, before <laughs> you got got patriotism and that, like, every every tournament, I was just like, well, Dennis Bergkamp, yeah, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. I'm supporting Holland, mm-hmm. that's it. And pff, you'll struggle to get a team better than that. And they nearly done it, but they lost. Um, they all And then when they got to the final against Spain, they lost their heads. I just think everything needs to fall into place for them to win it. And yeah. I just think... Mbappe, he's so young. He's still got. He's still to like. He's he he's gonna have. A, a he's got another eight up. years at least. Yeah, yeah, at the top. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it will take some stopping. I think. Yeah, Portugal. Just, put it past yeah, them. Portugal. To be fair, is a, is a big shout. Yeah, Portugal is a big shout. Um, but yeah, I do, I do like. Um, I think that current Brazil team is is very good. I think. They they're still playing with Thiago Silva at the back at the moment. In sort of two years' time, you would think that he won't still be still be kind of leading that back line. But um, I think Neymar will do everything he can to to win a World Cup. I think like he sees himself as a player that should have a World Cup to his name. Yeah. Um, and he won't be recognised kind of with your Ronaldo's, Ronaldinho's, Pele's, unless he gets a World Cup. We're not talking about Argentina either. Um, do they just not have enough depth behind Messi? And is Messi going to be too old? I think Messi's going to be too old. He's too old. I think I think most of the team now is, is now at the back end of their their careers. Now we've got Aguero, thirties, Iguain, thirties, Di Maria, thirties, and I, I I don't know. I don't know if any up-and-coming Argentinian talent. Yeah. you got Dybala, but then can Dybala really carry a whole nation on his shoulders? Nah. You know what I mean? Nah. And defensively, uh, I don't know who they got. He's a, uh, he's a they got the Taglifico guy from um, Ajax. Ajax. I think Ooh. Otamendi's still playing. Um, yeah. He's playing against us in the Europa League, actually. Otamendi. Yeah. For Otamendi. who? For Valencia, uh, is it? Oh, ben- Benfica. 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 Benfica, that's it. Nah, they're all too old, man. I, I mean, I, I would struggle to see them get past the Holland or even the Portugal. I think Portugal would beat them. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be a very interesting World Cup. It'd be crazy because it'll be this time, like where we are now, two years from now, um, we'll have a December um, World Cup to get stuck into. Which I actually, I'm kind of looking forward to that. But no, yeah, same. Um, my girlfriend's so pissed. <laughs> the, the final is on her, is on her birthday. Is it actually? Yeah. Is it? Oh, shit. She's fumes. Fumes. All right, let's quickly then talk about um, football coming up uh, this weekend, I think. Are Arsenal going to get any points? I was going to say, have you touched on Arsenal yet? Did no. Nah, nah, uh, just that segment. <laughs> so did... did um, I have a question, actually. Did 
Did Aubameyang just get dropped or is he injured? And apparently he's injured. I mean, and, and, and if that's the line, they're sticking to it because in the press conference today, Arteta said that um, he should be, he's, he's feeling a lot better than he was a few days ago. Or yeah. If we're going to have another scan and, and, and he should be okay, was basically what he said. Um, I don't think he got dropped. He's not going to drop him. He scored in the last game. So yeah, um, he wasn't dropped at all. That was a good goal as well, that any... goal that he did score. Yeah, it was a good yeah. goal. Are we going to pick up any points? Who have we got? Chelsea. <laughs> nah, no chance. Well, you know what? Tomorrow we've got City in the cup. Right. So I think I think it's a good time for him again just to use a couple youngsters and a couple players on the fringes. Just test them out, man, because the current eleven aren't doing jack shit, if we're being honest. So he's better off throwing these boys in tomorrow. People like Papa Mary, Cedric, them guys there who just haven't played. Yeah, I, a, I agree. Give them a chance, but if they do well, play with Chelsea on Saturday. You know what I mean? I, think, I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether like Kia Direction has kind of got a little deal with Edu and it's like saying to him that these players have got to play. Because it's it's like Willian has been awful since the Fulham game. But mm-hmm. he's got, he, he always gets 90 minutes. And people like Lacazette, who you can see his off form, but he's yeah. really he's trying. He's trying, yeah. And he's like, He's getting taken off. He's getting 15 minutes. And like I said on the podcast, I think it was when Neil was here, I still, I know man's doing a few bits at the under-21s, but in Ketia, mark my words, he will not play for the senior team like regularly. Like that he might get taken to a tournament, but he's, he's he'll just be a bench warmer for mm. someone else. Like he is so bad outside the box. Yeah, he's Outside the box, he offers yeah. absolutely nothing. Um, Willian's the same he's not really doing anything they're all going backwards and sideways. Um I listened to a, <laughs> a debate between Robbie and DT, to DT today I think it was recorded a couple of days ago I listened to it as well yeah um, and I think he made some good points it's like you know okay yeah you sack Arteta you get Benitez you get whoever it's the same players man it's the same players I just think like you just said um, Boofy I just think I don't know why if, I think he actually thinks he's pep like where he's like, okay, I've got I've got these players, I can play in this tournament and they'll do well. And I've got this squad, I can play in this tournament. But the problem what he doesn't realise is this squad's actually really bad. Yeah. Can't win yeah. a game. And 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 City can do that because yeah, you can have, you know, Jesus playing on a in on a Carabao Cup game and then when fit Aguero will start the other game and do you know what I mean? And and you can do that. Um, you know, but Arsenal can't do that because you know, those players that are starting the, the Premier League games are not good enough. And he's making some really, really, really poor decisions. Like Maitland-Niles, you know, he, he needs to play. And he needs to play, like, all the time because mm. he's, he's fighting. Um, I, I think I would say give him a window. Let's see what happens in January. Let's see if Arsenal is serious because if they don't find a way to get rid of, you know, Xhaka, he needs to go. Bellerin yep. needs to go. Mustafi needs to go. Willian needs to go. Um, if you get, if you could get in money for it, you need to send out what's his name on loan, and Ketia needs to go down to the championship, hundred um, percent. Um, and yeah, they need to actually buy some play. When you hear the stats, how we could have got this player, and we could have got that player, and they chose not like we could have got Kante, but they chose Zaka. Zaka, oh, like, he's oh. still there. He's still oh. there. He hasn't done anything since yeah. he scored a rocket against Watford in his first season or first couple of games. Yeah. Apart from that, he's just... Did he get Xhaka in from Basel? Where did you get him from? Um, either Basel or Black. a team in Germany, I think. I can't remember. Bayern, uh, Bayern Mockenblatt. Mönchengladbach. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, he's just awful. I just think when you look at Arsenal's starting eleven, a team that lined up against Everton, how many of those players would you, Dan, as a Fulham fan, want in your team to help you not fight rele- relegation? Now, this yeah, is let me question. see. Let me see. I'm going to pull that's up. That's a question, question. John. John so, that's a question. who would I take in the... F- yeah, so... Leno, probably just about over Ariola. Um, David Luiz and Rob Holt. Like, Rob Holding would do a job for Fulham, but... And David Luiz is obviously David Luiz, but it's too much of a risk Ooh. at the back. Mm-hmm. Um, Tierney, pretty yes. good, pretty good player. Saka yes. has been like that. That goal you said about um, the Aubameyang goal, like Saka's play for that goal was brilliant. Um, but I haven't seen enough of him, to be honest. I haven't watched enough. 
Arsenal since he's been in the team. Um, El Nene, Maitland-Niles and, and Ceballos. Take it or leave it. That's not an Arsenal midfield, is it really? No, um, when you're talking about like the classic Arsenal midfields and even like the... You know, the, the late era Wenger Arsenal midfields that people used to say, oh, he buys the same, too much of the same player. And, mm. um, you know, at least Kazola was a, was a brilliant technician on the ball. At least Rosicki had, you know, X, you know, 100 caps for Czech Republic and played for all these different teams. And, and, yeah. and Wiltshire when cared fit, about he was the a club. Good player. Yeah. Yeah. Some good goals. Ripped up <clears> and, Liverpool. And Ramsey, you know, you, you had good players. Ceballos. I don't rate him. I think he he's had is he the one that's had a couple of like they where like cameras have caught him fighting with different players. Oh bro, yeah. he scraps someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scraps anyone, bro. He's, he's not, <laughs> I like that's that's why I like Sabios. That's why I've got time for him because he's a bit scrappy. Yeah. In terms of like he, he won't take Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's he plays on the edge, which that's why I don't mind him in the team. Yeah, I wouldn't mind keeping him. Yeah. But he sh- he shouldn't be starting. But, nah. but yeah, like Willian, maybe like two or three, Willian. four years ago, Willian would be. I mean, I know a lot of Chelsea fans rated Willian as like their bet, their most consistent player for years at Chelsea, um, and I don't think he got maybe the 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 applause that he deserved two or three years ago. But yeah, like you say, he's not done a lot for you since Pepe. I'd probably happily take Adamola Lookman over Pepe at the moment <laughs> yeah, um, and like you say en- Enketia Bobby Reid or or Mitrovic over him so it's 100%. not it's not uh... I tell you who you'd take you'd take Leno you'd take Tierney you'd take Aubameyang and Saka maybe yeah. and that's it yeah. who else literally no one else how, and how mad is that about a, a big team at like Arsenal and probably Lacazette yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah so think about that. for a big team at like Arsenal Fulham will only take four or five players <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would actually. We should be taking. We should be taking the whole team. Oh, the whole team, yeah. Deep yeah. it, just thing. deep. How bad that is, bro. Because if you gave Dan the Liverpool squad or the City squad, oh, yeah, or we'd... even something like the Chelsea or the United you squad, yeah. he's taking eight nine players. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, not the whole even team. Leicester, you're taking about eight nine players. You know what I mean? Taking yeah. four five. Uh, yeah, oh. and, that's, and that's the thing. I think I, I hear some comments like, "We're not 15th Like we're not. We shouldn't be fifteenth. Well, we actually yeah. should. Yeah. The players that you got, they're not better than the players of the players above you. You know, you, you, I, I don't think, I don't think Wolves would be clamouring to get four or five Arsenal players. You couldn't give them away. We couldn't give Mustafi away in the summer. Do you know what I mean? Like, so apart from maybe he's made the Niles was linked with Wolves. That's about it. Like, you know, you know, you, we are, we are, we are probably the fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth best team. <laughs> In the, in the league at the moment and honestly I think we are going to finish in the bottom half of the table mm. like 12th 11th 12th yeah 11th 12th 13th I think we will turn it around enough because a lot of those players will go shit like, and when they will do want to turn it on they will turn it on and they'll avoid relegation but I just I, I don't see us winning a cup or anything like that this year I just think it's going to be a dread season and especially if they are as the board is saying, going to stick with Arteta because mm. it's not just Arteta. Yes, he's micromanaging the way they're playing and stuff. And maybe he's doing that because he doesn't trust them to do the stuff he wants them to do properly. Um, someone made a point, I think it was maybe one or two games ago, that Klopp had the same points tally that Arteta had has, yeah. has now in his like, first season. So he was kind of in a similar sort of position. And if Klopp can do what he did, then we should give Arteta time. But Klopp you know, won a league with Dortmund and was finishing like second most seasons and was Champions playing Champions, Champions League. You weren't yeah. putting out cones and just doing one-to-ones and just trying to like work on one specific element of Raheem Sterling's game. Like, you know I mean? Yeah. He hasn't done enough to, I, I don't have faith in him. I'd be happy to be proved wrong in two years time and we're, you know, winning the Premier League. I, I'll take it. But I just, for now, just like in Ketia's football career, I just don't see it. I just don't see it it with Arteta at the moment. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, what is the turn? Like, what's uh, kind of, what is the turnaround for Arsenal? Like, is it just getting back into like the top four, getting back into Champions League? Or really, 
you want to win the league. That's like that should be the yeah. goal. You mm-hmm. shouldn't be like, oh, hopefully Arteta can turn this club around and we'll get back to finishing fourth. Like no, every league, every man. club, I think, should be aiming for first place. Um, and yeah, I think that that has probably been a bit of a, a a criticism that you that you could easily have of Arsenal over the last fifteen years. With Wenger, Wenger made yeah made is that thing. actually like not not winning was not really too much of a you know a Be problem. Your end or, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that maybe that culture as well at the club has um has kind of spilt over um a bit. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> Arsenal Even probably on. took up most of our time there. Um, I'll quickly run through some fixtures from this weekend and um, or from the Boxing Day fixtures rather. Um, and you can just give me your predictions for who you think will win. So we've got Leicester versus Man United as the lunchtime game on Boxing Day. Boothie? I'm going to go United. John? <sighs> If I was putting money on it, I'd put it on a draw. But I think United are purring at the moment. And Leicester are inconsistent. They're great, but they're just slightly inconsistent. Yeah. So I'm going to go United. They lost to Fulham, didn't they? Um, mm. Then we got Villa Palace. Based off the weekend, that's got to be a Villa win. But Palace, I'm going Palace. Yeah, Palace probably because of that inconsistency. Back. Yeah, and they've lost a few. And, mm. you know, Thingy's due a good game, isn't he? Um, Zaha. So I'm going to go for 2-0 Palace win, Zaha double. Nice, nice. Um, Boofy Fulham taking on Southampton at Craven Cottage. There's no fans, is there? No. Uh, if the fans were there, I would have gone for the <coughs> Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go for Southampton. Okay. I feel like the lack of fans is actually going to kill for them now. I feel. Cool. Uh, then the evening game, 5.30, is Arsenal versus Chelsea. Um <laughs> We're going for a 2-1 Chelsea win. 2-1 Chelsea. Yeah, Booth. It's never 3-0 Chelsea. 3-0 Chelsea. Um, then City versus Newcastle. City. City. Yeah. City. City haven't been smashing teams lately, have they? But probably a City comfortable, what, 2-0? 2-0 City. Yeah. Game done. Yeah. Uh, the defence has been really good. Yeah, defensively yeah. they've been good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they haven't been banging them in up top. Um, and then Sheffield United versus Everton. Um, is the the last game of the, the day at eight o'clock? Everton have been Everton very back, good. Everton are yeah, back, back in the groove, aren't they? Yeah, we've got Richarlison back. Yeah. Um, Where is it? Is it Sheffield? Or is it is in, that, uh, yeah, Sheffield. Yeah. Ooh. Bramwell Lane. Yeah, I'm still going Everton. Ooh, I'm home going home doesn't mean anything at the moment. Does it? I'm going draw Sheffield because Sheffield did look bad against United. When I watched the game. Yeah, United back, just back. sort of squeezed the win out, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, like, if I'm being honest, Everton weren't that great against us. Yeah. Because right. how shit we are. So, I'm mm. going to draw there. Cool. Well, those are the Boxing Day fixtures. Um, we'll round the show off here. I think it's been a... I've enjoyed this show, actually. It's just a, a ramble about football. Um, a nice yeah. little catch-up. Um but yeah, if you um, enjoyed the show, then make sure you give us a follow um, on Twitch and then also subscribe on YouTube. And if you're listening on Spotify, um, make sure you uh, like the podcast and you'll get updates every time uh, that we post a new show. Um, boys, are you excited for Christmas? I know it's not quite the same this year, um, but John, are your, um, your little ones looking forward to Santa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they had the old uh, Santa visit the other day. Went to a farm and he came out singing some songs, giving out toys. Um, it was like a breakfast thing at a, at a garden centre. So they saw Santa. His beard was a bit short. Um, was he wearing a mask? He's got a little stubble. He's wearing a visor as well. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, he had a bit of a damn damn beard going on. Yeah, rather than rather than a big one, but um. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, not, yeah, I am. I mean, to be fair, Christmas Day was going to be what it actually is. The, the plan this year was to have it just us, and Boxing Day was meant to be the big day where family was coming over, which is now cancelled, which is a shame. Um, but um, no, I'm just looking forward to stuffing my face. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> about what Christmas is about, isn't it? Yeah, just getting lured in by the. The, the treats that they got on offer at the supermarkets and just stuffing your face with whiskers, turkey and stuff, whiskers, <laughs> turkey and stuff and flavored cheese balls. Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. 
And Boofy, we know your your plans are curtailed a little bit, but you're still looking forward to it. Yeah, not yeah, I am. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is like the cooking. Obviously, it's the first one about the parents, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I, I usually wake you. I usually wake up, have a bit of cocktails in the morning, uh, get a bit merry, get a bit festive, eat dinner, and slump out. But this year, I've got to wake up, I've got to cook, I've got to clean, it's, wash it's, up, wash up. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a ball ache. But yeah, now first one with the missus by herself, so it should be a good yeah. a good one. All right. Well, I look forward to it. We'll be back um, next Monday, um, and there, there'll be plenty of football um, to talk about. Um, but boys, thanks for joining me. Um, and yeah, we'll see you all next week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.